Welcome again to another episode of the Sealess Villains Podcast. I'm AJ, your host. I've got Eman, Luke, and I've got Red, and you're listening to the Sealess Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. How is everyone doing tonight? What's up? What's up, What's up? everyone? Man. Konnichiwa, bitches. Konnichiwa. I'm, I'm still trying to get used to the new uh, intro, to, so I'm like trying to figure out when I'm supposed to say what. You don't know what. You'll, the, you'll the, get it. Yeah. You'll get it. You know, the, the music's drops. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, once the beat drops, the it starts to fade out. It's it's so I can yeah I noticed that I noticed accentuate. That. You know that's where AJ speaks and we hear yeah. his glorious voice. Hey man, I'm <laughs> I'm your favorite podcaster's podcaster. What can I say? <laughs> I, I am. I know. We we. <laughs> you know because there are hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of fans listening out there in the world. AJ. Listening to. Us. <laughs> I, I tried to slip that in there to see if you guys noticed that. So I was like, I told myself I'm going to say that. You sure. know, you, you Voltron know. can't work without this two arms and two legs guy. Exactly. The Black Lion can't operate alone, <laughs> Keith. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How's uh, Luke? You got? Did you like just get out of the shower? Is your head head hair looks a little wet there? <laughs> Pool day. Oh okay. yeah! Nice, yeah, red. You should have seen it too. As soon as he came into the into the stream, his hair was wild, man. He looked like straight up Oasis punk rock. I got rock. a lot of a uh, lot of sun today. Ooh, I got kind of burned actually. Was it majestic? <laughs> <laughs> was it glorious? Glorious yes, hair, like he had that freshly uh, had sex look. Like, yeah, there you I'm glowing. <laughs> I'm usually spent, but uh, you know, <laughs> uh, listening glow of after sex. AJ, can I say what's up to someone right quick? Is that all right? Yeah, go for it, dude. Look, look who came and hung is hanging out with us again tonight. Whoa, <laughs> he's in Voltron's crotch. All right, he's right next to no, me. No matter what, Wolf Wolfhawk is always on the show. Wolfhawk and 5G. You know, 5G is going to come on. Wolfhawk and five. <laughs> our boys. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, Wolfhawk. Man, really appreciate it. He's the god piece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get the show started, let's uh, you know plug a couple things. Uh, make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so that you know when we drop new videos. Um, we are gonna start doing. Uh, two a days, so uh, we'll be well, doing uh, two a weeks, not two, two a days. Week. Oh shit, that's right, two <laughs> a weeks. I've I've had a long week. I've had a long week. Football, we will be doing. A... I am not going back to practice. <laughs> I'm done after the noon one. <laughs> we're gonna have. We're planning on doing two weeks, so uh, expect Thursday and Monday videos. Um, we're gonna test out the waters on that and uh, see how that works. Uh, yes. We've. We, we, we've seen the analytics. We know that uh, you guys want uh, Monday episodes, so we're going to try and, uh, you know, we're here to, we're people pleasers, right? 
Yeah, we'll be the Monday Night Raw of comic book podcasting and YouTube shows. Oh, I like that. The Monday Night Raw of comic Monday Night Raw. Podcasting. You're throwing down the gauntlet. You, you know where you're in this, right? We will, you not know be where the... we will be Raw. You okay? We're Raw. We're not Night. Okay, man. Well, what if I want NWO, though? What if I want that NWO? Eventually, of... NWO went to, <laughs> to Raw. Exactly. Eventually, they went back. You know, they started off on Raw, too. Remember, they started off. They were the click. You know, <laughs> with, uh, with Six Pac and Razor Ramon and, and Diesel. Daddy Diesel and <laughs> Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Uh, yeah. Razor Ramon, chicos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Chicos. You look at me, chico. <laughs> he had the worst Cuban accent. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I I had no clue whether or not it was authentic or not. I completely believed it as a kid. I'm like, oh, okay. I know. We all did. We all did. Dude, wrestling was awesome when we were kids. Wrestling was real when we were kids, okay? <laughs> we totally It's, it's real to it. me, damn it, right? <laughs> you know what was the Okay, so check this out. You know what was the most realest thing that I've ever seen in wrestling other than Owen Hart's, you know, tragic moment when, or, when or that uh, Undertaker came back from the from the dead? <laughs> no, 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 no. Actual real was when a uh, Jake the Snake man. Roberts and uh, Macho Man were going at it. They were fighting, and oh, then Jake the to... Snake had him wrapped up in the um in the uh, in the in the ropes, and he actually had one of his snakes bite. Yeah, uh, Macho Man right on the arm. And there was oh, this right. big yeah. X, yeah. big X, like right on the screen, censored, but you can still see it. It was crazy. I was like, wait a minute, is this? Is this? I thought this was supposed to be fake. Like it threw me off. I think I was like thirteen, like twelve or thirteen years old. I'm like, this is crazy. This is actually real. Do you More. know that um, Macho Man? He didn't trust uh, uh, Jake the Snake. So before they did the match, Macho Man was like, "If I got get bit, you got to get bit." So backstage, oh. he told him, "You got to get bit by your own snake." Oh, you saw the biography one too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy that, that biography on all those wrestlers. Top yeah, it's show right it's now. golden. It's, it's golden. Yeah. <laughs> Which one was this? Wait, wait. What up, uh, they're doing a bunch of a uh, biography on Amy. Amy, uh, yeah. They, they they just did a uh, Stone Cold. Um, well, Undertaker was on there. They did an Andre the Giant. They did a Macho Man. Uh, the Von Eric brothers. Oh, and then the, the uh, um, Montreal yeah. Screwjob. Oh, no, no, this is Vice. I'm talking about Vice. I'm sorry. No, no, they're, they're, and he has that, the full, you know. Yeah, I've seen our, that. Yeah, two are the documentaries on this because they're in partnership with WWE. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. They did a good one with uh, with Booker T and and, Nick, and Mick Foley too. Oh, okay. Mick Foley did lose an ear doing that whole same thing with the ropes where you get you kind of get twisted up and you get stuck in your neck. Mm-hmm. And oh. the, the ropes are too tight. So when they they stripped him off him, he lost the earlobe. Oh wait, so he didn't lose his earlobe in in Japan all all Japan wrestling when he was no. wrestling in in barbed wire. No, no, no. That he lost it at, at a Texas match. Oh, okay. He was uh, in ECW. So, nice. Oh, oh, and hold on. Let me go ahead and say what's up to another person who joined us. Look, look, look at this. Our number two fan right here, 
Five G up in that wrestling is real. not number two, one A and one B. Oh, those guys, one A, one B. Yeah. Those guys, <laughs> no have been, particular order. Yeah, no particular order. Five G and Wolfhawk. I have no. Okay, I I, I got to know who these two are because they've been the loyalists here. All right. <laughs> well, they've been to loyal the show, to the G. show. Appreciate it, man. So so I. I when, when it starts off again, so over here in Oakland, we've been going to something called Hood Slam, and it's Hood also Slam! it's also streamed on Twitch. Um, but we would actually attend these like backyard wrestling events um, in these like tiny little warehouses, right? And and like there's regular chants, and you go to these wrestling events, and they have regular chants, like 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 when shit really goes down, you hear the whole crowd, holy shit, holy shit. Like, they have chants like that. Oh, no, um, no, my favorite is, fuck you, ref, fuck you, ref. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there's one ref when he comes on, like, he has a real name, but to piss him off, everyone calls him Wiggle. So anytime everyone's like, Wiggle, he turns around to the crowd, he starts getting all mad and stuff like that. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, like, like hood slam, like okay, hood slam here in Oakland. Now, I'm not getting paid to say this, but hood slam here in Oakland. When it get when it gets cracking again, man, you guys really should come and watch it. It's total entertainment. It's it's two hours of just crazy bullshit. It's so much fun. Like I I really like Mimi and I absolutely love it. It's fun. How much are the tickets? Uh, it's cheap to get in. Uh, fifteen bucks, I think. Okay, That's fifteen not bad bucks at all. to get in. Yeah. yeah, not bad. Fifteen bucks and uh. Ten dollar beers though, but they're <laughs> hold on here though. Ten dollar beers, but they give you sixteen ounce pours of a triple IPA. So in reality, one drink should do you good. Two drinks will definitely mess you up. But getting messed up at a wrestling event for twenty bucks—that's really not that bad of a deal if you think about it. <laughs> honestly, I don't know. Can I don't like IPAs, people? so. Oh, it's worth it though. So, but I get it. I get it. Not everyone likes the hoppiness of uh, yeah. IPA, you know. But yeah, but it's, still fun. it's still fun. It's still fun. All right, guys. Well, before we start the show again, we also want to remind our all our listeners tomorrow, subscribers and subscribers tomorrow, twelve p.m. Pacific, three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. RKFA Comics. We are going to at, at rkfacomics.com beyond the breach our very first sealess villains variant cover All boom right? absolutely amazing real fast let me throw something else out real here we have azores tiger from our spine ticks crew coming out hanging out ten dollar ipa beers is the business he says Man, what's I'm up azores tiger Appreciate What's you coming on? through, man. Like they just came over from uh, Team Nerd Herd's podcast because uh, uh, they're doing their one K. So shout out to Team Nerd Herd. Congratulations. Nice. Congratulations to the one K, you guys. Congratulations out to and Spine Ticks. You guys are next, man. You guys are right on the cusp, also. So we'll get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. Yep. Peace out. Oh, peace, sir. Okay. Cool. Um, so let's get to business um, tonight. We want to do a little analysis. Loki episode three. You can't spell analysis without anal. <laughs> Why? I said I set him up for that one. I set him up for that one. I can't, can't, uh, that was a good one, Red. That was a good one. All right. That was it. That was a good one. 
You're welcome. Why red? Why red? Why? Uh, analysis, please, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> no one says analysis. <laughs> analyze for us. I mean, analyze for us, AJ. Please. Well, uh, Luke, you're the one who was excited about the show or about the this yep, episode. So, so uh, why don't you lead off the hit on uh, your analysis of the episode? Well, first of all, the the writer that they used for this episode um, is, I believe she lives in London, Sheba and her, what, I can't remember her last name, Sheba, Ali? Sheba. Uh, I think I think it's probably Ali, um, but a London, and she wrote on a grant, an arts grant, that she was w- working on and then wrote the, got to, got the big, big call up to the big leagues and got to do a, a Disney plus show. And it was just amazing. Bisha really K good. Ali. This looks, that's what her name is. Bisha K Ali. Bisha K Ali. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, okay. so there's, a, there's a story behind this. So wait, she, 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 she came on on a grant and she was able to write for Loki. <laughs> She wrote the episode, and they loved it so much they used it. Nice, Bisha, wow. come on the show. Yeah, let's we're, get Bisha on. Yeah, we'd love to get you on the show. Uh-huh. We, we, we want to get a writer on the show. Um, it would be amazing if your people can contact our people and uh, get on the show for an interview. We would love to have that. But oh. and I want to get into the episode, but it is just it astounds me because two weeks ago. She just she just signed a deal with Netflix to write a bunch of stuff for them, which I'm like Disney. How did you let this one get away? Uh, but there were all these posts on on social media with people saying I'm canceling my Netflix now, and I'll never watch Disney or I'll never watch Disney Plus again. Actually, she's writing like, for Miss Marvel. I'm like, what? yeah, I thought she was writing for Miss Marvel. I thought I saw that too. That'd be oh. awesome. Well, I guess she could work for multiple studios. That's yeah. Well, know. yes. The deal she signed was with Netflix. She signed okay. it June seventh. Um, but like, oh, why do people care? I think she's Muslim. Like, who cares? Oh, uh, as far as like what what her views are, I mean, yeah, I think like the, the writing yeah, is amazing. Yeah, as long as people go write a, a good story, you know, whatever their background is, I don't care if you're conservative or liberal. You 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 know. <laughs> You, if you entertain somebody, then great. That's all good for me. You don't yeah. need to blackball anybody. Well, let, not letting them work in Hollywood. Well, except Scott Bale. Scott Bale for a second. <laughs> <laughs> except for that guy. Ke- Kevin Sorbo, he's cool. Guy. He's a cool guy. Everyone's yeah. cool. Charles, Charles in charge? Really? <laughs> Charles in charge? <laughs> oh, and then and, uh, Ricky Schroeder. He could suck it too. <laughs> Whoa, wait. What's wrong with Ricky Schroeder? Just, just Google. Ricky yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, let's not get into what into oh, their man, actions. But he, this bad, character and... is not so his, his his actual personality is not so far from his character on Silver Spoons. If if he became an adult and, and a piece of shit, you know. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> um, okay. But Luke, what were your overall thoughts of this the episode? Did you like it? Were there anything? Um, that that stood out as far as scenes on the show. I've heard some people say that they relied too heavily on the old Marvel tropes, 
kind of the witty banner between the two leads. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. He, there's there are sparks there. Like I think Loki was falling in love with himself. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, like we'll get into that sparks. one in a little bit because I I want to talk about that also. But go ahead, Luke. Say that again. I don't know if you talk about romantic sparks. I know Disney also came out and said that Loki is. What they call fluid? pansexual or bisexual or yeah, I thought yeah. that they put him down as pansexual. They, 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 they confirmed it. I think we did say there were there were women and men. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see anything the in the show that would indicate that, other than they, if it really is a man, and then you know what I mean. And well, they, confirm it. they they said it straight up in the episode though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I must she, have missed it. Yeah, when she said, is there a princess or a prince? And he was like, yeah, it's probably both. Yeah. You know, so they slid oh, it in okay. there. Yeah. So he is confirmed by Marvel and uh, Disney that he is actually uh, cannot, can- canonically gender fluid and pansexual in okay. the comics. Oh, He's so, a greedy motherfucker. You know, which, <laughs> which in a way makes sense to me. He does... He doesn't seem to pan to either or, you know, which which is yeah. fine with me. That's I think that's a, that's great, you know, great representation. Like, um, as, like as a, a god, he's he's giving it and taking it, right? Exactly. I mean, he's like one of the Greek gods. You know how Greece is mostly, you know. Oh you yeah, know, yeah. They're uh, in uh, all the all types of things. The scenery in this episode was probably and the cost or the uh, set design. Probably my favorite of where they were on that world. Um, uh-huh. Lamentus One. Lamentus. Um, they came out of Star Wars. Yeah, whoever designed that, and it even looked like one of the houses looked like the Slave One ship. Um, <laughs> they they really I don't know if they deserve an Emmy or what, but that was some incredible set design. Maybe we should ask one of our friends, John. Mr. Jang, Mr. He's NDA gonna, face. He's going to give you his NDA face, exactly. It's not going to happen. He's Did not going to say anything. you draw that, John? Is that you, John? <laughs> There's like this John. huge rocket at the very end that's like, whoa. The, the arc. The arc. And they're just all standing there just like, oh, what do and, we do now? And to me, that arc reminded me of the Transformers arc. So I just want to throw that out. It, it reminded me of it. So uh, Off the trash planet? Yeah. No, okay. not off the trash from the very beginning when they left Cybertron at the beginning. It reminded oh, me the one that crashes in on Earth. It, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it looks like it. It just reminded me of it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, so I love, I loved, I loved that that episode. Okay. What about you, Red? I was, I was kind of stuck on how they were trying to find ways to explain love. And then, then, you know, drunk Loki comes up with the best explanation where, you know, love is a knife. Dagger. Yeah, I'm not gonna, dagger. I'm not a dagger. So if I'm not going to go into it. I mean, that was like, <laughs> wow, that, that <laughs> made actual fucking sense. That was a terrible explanation. <laughs> he tried so hard to explain love and compare it to the dagger. <laughs> hey, it worked for me. <laughs> It 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 kind of it kind of is the same level as as Vision was explaining grief to Scarlet Witch, where he says, "Uh, grief is shoot, I, I can't remember. I gotta look it up." But yeah, it's, it's along those lines that it was on that same level. Right, right. 
Okay. Uh, I'm just glad that they didn't get into the whole ship of thesis thing with that right there. I'm, the I was ship a, of Theseus? I, I was so afraid that they were gonna that he was gonna get into his speech about how love looks like something else. It was almost going in the direction of how Vision was explaining the ship of Theseus with Vision White. So I'm glad that that didn't happen. Okay, Vision says, "What is grief but love persevering?" Um. All right. Yeah, that was deep. That was deep. Yeah, you're right. That was deep. Okay. 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 What is grief but love persevering? Okay. All right. That got me right in the feels. <laughs> Just like the dagger line. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that because they're in a uh, apocalypse situation, and the only way to get rescued off that planet, other than that that cockamamie plan on getting on the ark or um. Something else that I think they need to get the attention of the TVA in order for them to get access to another uh, temp temp pad. Is that temp what pad, yes. temp pad, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I predict yeah. the next episode. Yeah, Owen Wilson's gonna rescue him. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, anything else before we move on to E-Man? Ooh, let's see. Uh. Did it have that kind of vibe where I think it was on the fourth episode of Bad Batch? It had that similar similar feel to it, where in the Bad Batch one, where they were trying to get a family into another uh, ship and try to save them. So it had that same feeling to it. No, well, maybe because they're both Disney. Yeah, okay. I can see what you're saying with that as far as feels go. Bad Batch, by the way, is not that bad of a show. So if you guys are not watching. bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. All right, you're just. I haven't watched it yet. I plan on watching it once uh, the series is done. That way, I could just binge watch the whole thing. Gotcha. Yeah. All righty, man. What do you got for us? All right, let's start from the beginning. All right, so the beginning of the show, you know, is directly from the end of the previous episode where we see female Loki and Loki slipping into the tin pad. Right. We're wondering where they're going to get go at. We're wondering. I was wondering where they were going to land, and they they end up landing right back at the TVA. So it, it still doesn't really explain why Lady Loki went ahead and set off the bombs, but now she's in the TVA, right? And I wasn't sure. I was a little confused as to. Oh, you missed that beginning then because she wasn't. Remember, she was, she, she was interrogating the, the TVA uh, officer in uh-huh. order to get access to the three lizards, the time lizards. She tells them where the elevator is in order mm-hmm. to get to where they're at, and that's why they they. Teleported back to the TVA in order in order for her to kill the lizards, and then that's where where that's where our Loki goes in and messes up her plan. Right, she's not able to do it because now they're fighting. Now they're going it's at it. Her. Yeah, a la, so, a la jumper, you know, a la jumper to get the yeah. And so now you know they're fighting, and now Owen Wilson, no, not Owen Wilson, uh, the female judge comes in. It honestly, I thought the episode itself was good. Um, I don't think it was as great as the previous two episodes, to be honest. Uh, at least we got a lot more of Sophie. We got a name. Her name is not Loki. She wants to be referred to as Sophie. But she did mention that that was oh, an Sylvia. alias. Or Sylvie. Sylvia. Sylvia. Sylvie. But yeah. that that's also a an alias also. Remember, that that's, that's also not her real name. So she's still a Loki, to my understanding. Yeah, but right? her, her, remember, her story is her mother died when she was young. She had to teach herself magic, mm-hmm. and I, what was the other thing about her and her dad? I can't, I can't recall that one part. <laughs> I have to watch it again. 
but there was she's completely different Loki. Her her, her backstory yeah. is completely different. Yeah, her her back. Yep. Well, completely different. But we're not sure if she's as Guardian, right? I'm under the assumption assumption that she is as Guardian. So we still don't have like her full background. So she's still a mystery to me. I like where this is going. I like that we got a little bit more of Sylvie in this episode. I do like the set design for Lamentis One. However, I felt like it was a little slow, especially when they were on the train. The train scene was pretty cool. I like, you know, the interaction on the train. Loki, and our Loki, was completely reckless by not st- sticking to the plan. And so the Celtic scene, the, 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 the Celtic scene as Guardian scene. Mm-hmm. Where they were singing and he was dancing. He was like, uh, uh, that was unnecessary. I think, personally, the real Loki would not have been that reckless. And that's the one thing that I'm a little upset about. Loki, Loki, he's supposed to know what's going on. He's trying to get to a destination. He shouldn't be, as much as he likes all the attention on himself, he shouldn't be, you know, creating attention towards no, himself. Post, like that was, post Ragnarok Loki, yes. Yes, he shouldn't be doing that. Pre-Ragnarok, it's still... It's still, you know, crazy Loki doing whatever. whatever but but he would not be that reckless, is what I'm saying. To yeah, expose this variant himself. is a little more reckless. You're right. Yeah, and then him dis- and then him wearing the variant jacket, like they would have made it if he wasn't so reckless. And I just don't think that that Loki. I, I just thought that that part was kind of just written poorly. It was odd. It was out of yeah. place. Yeah, he was still in the fields. He, he, saw, he just saw a video of, of his mother dying. You know, so he, he's got a lot to, uh, you know, release. Yeah. Yes, yeah. this is true, but he still would not have been like that. What I did like, one thing that I truly enjoyed about this episode was the final scene, the moment that they went into the city, that went into the town. That was shot as a one-shot scene. No cuts. Everyone had to be on point. It was one shot for about two or three minutes wow. up until the arc explodes. And I thought that was fantastic directing on the director's part by being able to keep that flow going so that you get one sh- continuous shot from them going in and out of the buildings. And I thought that was great. But now it just leaves the question at the very end of what's going to happen next. Yeah. Right. right. That's so crazy. basically that last two or three minutes was that that exhibit uh x to the z exhibit music video right the what that you don't remember like 20 years ago when exhibit came out with that rap video wow. where he's walking <laughs> down the street and all this crazy x. shit happening you're talking about paparazzi right i don't remember the name of the song I forgot, but where it's just one continuous shot. Yeah. Well, well, remember Donald Glover has a uh, has a has a video oh, like that where right. it's one that. continuous shot too throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Or um, childish. Oh yeah, Gambino. this is America. This, yeah. Yeah, this is America. Yeah. Okay, so that was Marvel's version of uh, the um, <laughs> the uh, exhibit music video. video. Yeah. <laughs> or or um, Goodfellas. Uh, walking into the Copacabana, so yeah. Well, what's yours, dude? What, what what do you think of the episode? So there's a couple things that that I kind of, as I've been watching the show, a few things have struck my mind on this. Um, at the end of the very first Avengers movie, remember when Hulk throws Loki around like a rag doll, right? Yeah. Puny God. Right now, if that was any normal human, that got that they would have died, right? So he's a god, so he's got strength, correct? Mm-hmm. 
now all of a sudden he's like having difficulty like fighting guards on a train. Is he holding back? Mm, yeah, you got a point. You got a point. Like how oh, oh. how is he able to withstand Hulk thrashing him around like a rag doll, but then he can't take on uh I would what seems to me humans and then he gets thrown out the train. So I'm like I did they weaken him? We no, also no. we also don't know what uh, the molecular structure is of those people on Lamentis. What well, though? For, for, they're, for not, they're not gods, sake, but yeah, you know, not everyone is going to be omnipotent and and, and super powered. You know, every time they fight, they're, in order to push a story, they, they have to give them a little bit of weakness, right? Right. Okay. Like Ashton saying that he's not strong, he's not that strong. he has endurance of a god, but it doesn't mean strength. This be okay. true. It could this. be true. Yeah, I mean. To be quite honest with you, I don't know, you know, his power level. Um, well, he is a frost giant. Remember, he could he could turn into a frost giant. We just haven't seen it yet. We just turned seen him turn blue. Yeah, okay. that's true. That's yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. Um, another thing, it did feel like we were, they were stepping into this weird like thing where like is Loki falling in love with Loki? And if they hooked up, would they have like a weird looking child or it was just kind of weird. It, it seemed like they're falling for each other, like some sort of weird romantic nah, comedy. Loki loves himself. No matter what version of it, you know, it's like, dude, I'm I'm this awesome. You know, he, he, might, as well, he might as well fall in love with himself. Again, what you just said, remember our Loki, I'm gonna say it like this. Our Loki is a, technically a frost giant. We don't know if if Sylvie is also a frost giant. Maybe she's truly Asgardian, born from Frigga and from um, uh, from their dad, Odin. Odin. Okay, you know? yeah, I mean that. And if that's the case, and if they do make bumpy lovies like bunny rabbits, it's technically all technically, right matter of fact it's quite true. pansexual it's very star lord ish where star lord would be like captain kirk and he'd fuck anything right okay all right um don't me with your pelvic sorcery <laughs> <laughs> ashton yeah but his powers are based well are based and drenched in illusion and cunning okay what's up ashton yeah good boy point. from uh, the virgin islands that's a really okay. good point. It's all—it's yeah. all an illusion. Which That's also true. brings up the final scene. Was the final scene an illusion that he created? What if they're not really on Lamentus One and he's just messing with Sylvie? No, maybe. Could be. You could know. be. Um, another because, thing that. Because I'm sorry to cut you off, but the one thing that really caught me also on that final scene was when he caught that building and then threw it back. I've never seen him do that. Yeah, that was another thing. That's another thing. Like, I saw that and I'm like, dude, you just caught a falling building and then, but you got wrecked by like three guards in a train. That, like, maybe he wanted to get accosted and, and touched and, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, another thing that, that kind of that, that I noticed was, um, and this is just being nitpicky, but. There was one scene where it seemed a little too green screenish when they were like, I think they Running just towards camera. 
there's that, and then where they're sitting down, like out outside in the planet, where it's just the planes. Mm-hmm. That that was a little too green screenish for me. But other than that, I mean, I thought it was a good episode. There was maybe about five or ten minutes where it started to drag, and then it picked up again. Um, and I've come to realize that they need. I really hope that this show does not. This show in some way brings back Tom Hiddleston into the movies because I could probably watch a Loki movie, um, just him hanging out and just being Loki. Yeah. Honestly, we're already getting that with him hanging out and being him Loki during the show. Loki we're already Deadpool. getting Loki we're getting Deadpool. six hours of Loki, if you think about it. Or I, could about I could do more. I could do more. I could do more. And and you know what? He at first I thought during the show it was um it was Owen Wilson, Mobius. He was the one that was kind of like carrying the, the chemistry. But now I've realized it, it's it's although Mobius has been a great character, um Tom Hiddleston's acting, it, he's got great chemistry with all the actors he's he's around. So um well, he's got that charm. I'm, yeah, I'm that motherfucker's a charming dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging his character a lot more. I mean, in the previous movies, I I thought he was entertaining enough, but he really didn't do it for me. But now, I'm I'm, I'm full on board with him being more into the uh, MCU. I agree. Yeah, but he's dead. Like in the MCU, he's dead. Well, but no, th- he's, that's what I just the second timeline Loki is dead. That's you what know. I was just saying. I hope that they don't kill him off yeah, and they keep him around. The sacred timeline. <laughs> I personally think he needs to die. I do. Just to hey, that man had sex with Taylor Swift and lived. Oh, <laughs> oh man! What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't! I don't need to. Wasn't that when he was wearing that shirt too? I, I'm with Swift or something like that out in public. But he was yeah. also doing that other. What was that other show he did that was so awful? It's like a kind of like a spy show or something. Oh, okay, I know. It's just ah, shoot, not liquor. <laughs> I agree with the top right corner, dude. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and put it up so that our names are showing. Thanks, Ashton. Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize that by having the uh, the banner up, like it wasn't it wasn't showing. Oh, our doesn't show our names. I wasn't yeah. paying attention. So, uh, top right corner dude wants Loki dead at the end of the show. Um, I'm all for him. <laughs> I'm all for him sticking around. Uh, I think Red and Luke would like to see him around still. <laughs> All right, the what's night you guys... manager. The night manager is a show. Okay, I've never even heard of that, but that's on the A and E. Oh no, uh, AMC. AMC. Okay. All right, let's go with your comic book grading for the TV show, Luke. For this episode, grading. Yeah, for this episode. Uh, I would go with the solid nine point oh. Nine oh. Nine point oh. Nine point oh. Okay. Yes. Red. Same. 9-0. A few spine ticks, but just as perfect. Okay. 
It presents well, right? It presents well. It presents well. well. The spine sticks are on the back. You'll never see them. Oh, perfect, perfect. That's even better. Uh, E-Man? I was going to go with a 9-0, all right? Not as good as last week's episode. But based off of the reaction from Luke and Red, I have to go 8-5. It just didn't enter. It wasn't it was as good as the previous, previous episodes. <laughs> I mean, it was good, but it was I didn't think it was that good. There was I had it, it had its issues, I think, you know. I think it had its issues. Okay. All right. That's I'm fair. not saying the writing of it, Bisha. Please don't get me wrong. The writing, there was nothing wrong with the writing, the interaction, the chemistry, everything was fine. There was just something about pacing of the show that just didn't grab me. Gotcha. Uh, aggressively right, relaxing is giving it a our, 10. Wow. Our, our perfect, boy, perfect, my, my boy perfect aggressively grade. relaxing. Yeah, look at that. All right. It must have been one of those um car the hard cardstock covers on that on that book. Aggressively relaxing. You must be uh, maximum effort there, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I know I think the last two episodes I've given it a nine eight. I'm gonna give it a nine six. I said there's about a five-minute gap where it seemed like it was dragging, but it picked up. Um, and then also my thoughts on like a, a more, to me, a depowered Loki, but obviously you guys are telling me why um, he seems weaker. But yeah, those are just my, my, my opinions on that 9-6. Okay. Uh, overall, it looks like my 9-6 counters your 8-5, so it's about an average of a 9-0. <laughs> It's it's still averaging about the same throughout all three all three episodes. So as a collective, it still seems like it's averaging nine point ish from uh yeah. you know, because Luke gave it an eight five for the first episode. I thought that first episode was fantastic, you know. <laughs> so there's one there's two eight fives for the show. How about that? Well we got three episodes left, so let's see what else can happen in the next three. Yeah, let's see if uh I think it's gonna pick up a little bit more. So um, we'll yes. see. What what do you guys think of of a female of Sylvie's uh, acting? Like uh, how how do you guys perceive her acting? I personally think it's good, and I I can't wait to see more. But what do you guys think of her? Where have I seen her before? That's a thing. That's yeah. I liked it. I like her acting. Yeah, it's believable. Um, I like that whole interaction when they were at the bar. I didn't understand what was going on, and then like when you find out. She's in her head enchanting her. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. Which brings up the question, is she really Loki or is she enchantress or is this Marvel combining two characters into one um, and changing, I guess, the dynamic of it all? Because keep in mind, they've changed several characters from the comics into the MCU. You know, um, I think Drax was one of them. Like his skin's not green. And that's what people were complaining about. Um Things like that. So, like, how I do you feel about that change? Think, I think it's still going to be Loki. I don't, I don't see why they would. I mean, if they change it to Enchantress, I mean, I don't know why they would do that. It seems more of a... It, it would seem like a better plot that he's... That Loki from, from MCU is trying to stop Loki from the Loki TV show. If that hey, makes sense. That's the Lokiest Loki of them all. And I still get those vibes, Red. Right? I was watching it. I was like several times during the episode. I was like, this is very Rick and Morty-ish right here. This right here. This particular scene. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's um, I think we've we've uh 
pretty much so talked much. about this. And uh, let's move on. Into the to... Batman's. That's where I've seen her. Okay. All right. Uh... I never uh, on that was an A and E show, right? AMC. Yeah. AMC. Oh, AMC. It was a kung fu show, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was her. She had a small role, but that that's how I recognize her. Okay. Three seasons, right, Red? Uh, the, into the Badlands four. Yeah, four. That man, I want to go back and watch it because I heard that show was pretty badass. Red, you're still oh. watching um, Walking Dead, right? Of course, of course. So, yeah. so, I'm a super fan. Super fan. Yeah. Are they? Uh, when is when's the last episode of uh, Walking Dead? Here? Oh, uh, next year, 2022. Yeah, because okay. they're they're starting in August, mid August for the uh, the last season. Um, they just finished off Fear two weeks ago, and I think we will be getting uh, World Beyond this summer, and then to kick off the last season on The Walking Dead on in August. Now, what happened to the Rick Grimes movies? Uh, they're also in production. Damn, dude. They've been filming like... Well, remember, like... we had COVID. We had COVID, so they had oh. to take a couple months off until you know everything was safe. So it's going to be... Um, it's going to be before the last eight episodes of the last season. I think they're going to that's when they're going to add the movie in order to, to show where did Rick end up and then have Rick come back to the show the last eight episodes. Okay. All right. All right, let's move on to our pickups of the week. Um, E-Man has already told us, unfortunately, his shop did not uh, get any comics this week, so he's got none to share. Um, well, I have something to share, but I didn't. I don't have. I don't have much little, this week. Uh, a little mail call. A little mail call. A little mail call. Go for it. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Do we, do we have a jingle for mail, mail call? Appreciate it. We no should, jingle. man. We, we should come up with a jingle. <laughs> <here. laughs> so you guys know I'm the uh, I'm a I'm I'm an aftershocks ambassador to the Bay Area. Um, this week I ended up getting a box, and it had some some free giveaways that I'm supposed to give away to the shops this week, and in it was twenty of these. The bunny Ooh, mask. Bunny mask. That the the bunny eight? mask. Aftershock ambassador exclusive. Now I'm supposed to give these away. However, all 20 of them. This one was the least damaged of them all, but all 20 <laughs> of them were damaged. So oh, I'm supposed man. to be getting some new ones sometime this week. So, you know, I might have some damaged ones if you guys want. I don't know if you guys want some damaged books, but I might have some. <laughs> to they give are away. the ambassador exclusives. Shit, I'll take some damaged books. I don't care. They are the ambassador <laughs> exclusives, though. But this one awesome. did not come in damaged, so you guys know that. Uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this book now. I feel like it's gotten so much better. So after the reveal at the end of this issue, I jumped on right away, and I was even asking you, Luke, to see if he can keep an eye out. I did pay, you know, eBay price for it, but I really wanted this one right here for the collection. I got the one in 25 Radiant Black number five. Oh, nice. Okay. I really, really like the design of this one right here. Um, 
I am looking forward to reading Radiant Black number seven because of this. Radiant Black number six is going to be more of a solo story of Radiant Red, which is one of the characters in the book. Uh, but I believe Radiant Black number seven is where we're going to see the whole team together fighting the villain that was just introduced. So there's a whole lot of stuff that happened in Radiant Black number five. And I think one of the Rangers or some shit like that. Is it, is that collected. What yeah, that's the thing. Like the artist actually came over from from drawing the uh, some of the Power Ranger stuff. So there's, and the writer like was. The writer was a, a Power Rangers writer too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Power Rangers for a little while. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really it for this week. But yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. All right, cool, man. Um, how is that book? Awesome. Which one, Ashton? I'm about to read Erratic. Oh, Erratic is awesome, man. I really enjoyed it. By the way, Ashton, I thought that was a great book by uh, Kari Andrews. All right. Good pick. Damn, my screen is hella small. I thought it said erotic. Yeah, of course you would. Of fucking <laughs> course you would, Red. <laughs> oh, since you, since oh, you're on a roll, Red, uh, what, do you, right, got, what do you got for your... Uh... All right, I didn't... Well, the only thing I picked up this week is John Jones' exclusive of uh, uh, Last Road at number four. Uh, oh, uh, I mean, okay. I, I, don't, I don't have it in hand yet, but yeah, our, our, that was our, our boy... Made another miracle, not miracle, but a beautiful, beautiful cover. Yeah. All right, to complement right. the rest of the series. Nice. Uh, That's the last issue, right? No, one more. No, I think one more. more. Oh, it's going to five. Yeah, it's going to five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So big ups right. to to John. All right. Cool. Friend of the show. And uh, Luke, what about yourself? Anything that stood out uh, that you got? Yeah, I made a me I did a mega deal this week. There's one series that I think is probably gonna be the next Walking Dead of this decade. Okay. Uh, and that is something that's killing the children. Oh yeah. What did you, I what think, did you get? Um, we're gonna we're getting the Erica Slaughter spinoff starting this August. The spinoff starts in September, but we're getting a free comic book day version. So um, there's a shop, there's a guy, and I made a mega deal starting with... Um, Fresh for number one. A number one, 9.8. Nice. Two cover A's. Okay. So two more. Um... And then this is probably one of the coolest things. I got the Frizen or Frizone A cover okay. with the foil. Oh, nice. my Ooh. God. And that foil is insanely hard to find. Uh, and then he had just a bunch of back issues that I bought from him. So I bought two. He didn't have three through six, so if you're out there listening and have three through six, I'll buy them from you. But I bought a bunch of back issues from him. But um, if you guys can find something's killing with children, uh, number one now, I'd buy it if you find it for a decent price. Okay. All right. I <sighs> highly agree with that. Um, I've got a small little collection of issue number ones that uh, – did, I should did, really did, stand did, out for you. Did on our, good. On our you with, talk uh, with Ross Ritchie. Did he even mention that there was going to be a spinoff? I'm not done yet. 
<laughs> and also, I got a few sets. Uh, a little 252, so that'll be coming up. A little 80. It's a nice lab. Newsstand. Um, another little newsstand book. This nice little 194. First black hat. Black cat. That's a 9-2 white pages. That's a beautiful book. And then the money book right here. The money shot. A little uh, Punisher. First Punisher. Mid-grade. A little 6 Wow. So that gives me three 129s. That's crazy. What is the estimated price for the for the 192? On the 192? On the yeah, 92? What, was, what was the, uh, what they call it? Not something. Um, I can't. The, the. Come GPA on, Randy. analysis. Not this. There we go. GPA. Yeah, thank you. There you go. For which one? For one ninety two. One ninety two. Which one? Red. Two fifty two, or one ninety four. Oh, you're welcome, Ashton. <laughs> I don't know what what, what what issue are you talking about, Red? Well, yeah, uh, first uh, Punisher. Oh, oh Punisher. Twenty nine. Um, oh, damn, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> wow, Red, are you all right tonight? Did you did you have your? I saw you popping some pills, man. Everything all right over there on that end? <laughs> I'm tired. I don't know what GPA is on that guy. Uh, it's probably a couple thousand at least. Okay. So right. so what did did you pay money for this, Luke, or did you give up something yourself? Did you make a trade, a blockbuster trade? Uh, both actually. Yeah, trade trade slash buy from a another another good guy. So. So you trade a Jordan for a, for a LeBron? <laughs> so both were very successful buys and trades. Nice, nice. It's been a good week. Yeah, but uh, yeah, going back. To Was that a your... yes? <laughs> Who are you asking, Red? No, I was that 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 Luke traded a a Jordan for a LeBron. Oh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, going, he, he traded a, a Drew Brees for a Russell Wilson. That, did, that's probably did it. Red just leave the room or what? <laughs> Red's like, no one knows what I'm talking about. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, he said pink Jordan for a LeBron. I was like, what's a pink Jordan? I, I thought he said he trade. Yeah, I don't know what he said. He just uh, said Dre, Jordan for LeBron. But oh uh, yeah, <laughs> oh he is. He's back. Why'd you get your feeling? Why'd you get your feelings hurt? Why did you leave us? I didn't do that. That was that was Streamyard. Sure. Streamyard. Streamyard. Right. Right. You, you, you made a. Uh, a bad joke, so it was like so bad that we had to like kick you Actually, out. He was like, he got booty for that shit. Joke. Oh, he did, yeah. <laughs> How dare you put Punisher in Google? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta reach for it and try. <laughs> Dude, Ashton, Ashton's on your ass tonight, Red. <laughs> I hope you complete his hip hop variant covers, all right? <laughs> Him and I are in good terms. <laughs> What about uh, you? Uh, what about you, Red? What did you pick up this week? What? You already asked me. Yeah, he already. What asked about you. you, AJ? What did you pick up this <laughs> week? 
Who's tired now? <laughs> he said he didn't pick up anything, but he ordered the John Jang. That's <laughs> Ronan Four. I'm gonna go microdose some mushrooms, man. I'll be right back. Okay? All right. Okay. <laughs> um, go drop some E, man. <laughs> no, I'm done with that. What did you pick up, AJ? AJ, um, what did you pick up? Well, going back to uh, Luke's Something's Killing the Children, actually, I picked up issue 16, the glow-in-the-dark cover. Uh, or no, 17, I'm sorry. 17 came out this weekend or this week. Um, it's one of the better-looking covers for uh, Something's Killing the Children, in my personal opinion. Um, and piggybacking off of uh, what you said, Luke, uh, I, I have to agree with you that... Um, that book, that issue number one, it's a, it's a hot book. It's going to maintain being hot. Um, and I know, we all know it's a matter of time before it's a TV show. Who would you we cast know, as, uh, as Erica Slaughter? Who would I cast? Um, I don't know. It's, it's got to be a nobody. It's got to be some young 20-year-old act, young actress. And I don't know any up-and-coming actresses so probably someone in a soap opera or like some cw show that i don't watch why, why not the chick that plays sylvie on on loki she's too old i think she's like a num- no a she's too old she's too old right. yeah it's got to be like a 20 year old 19 20 year old someone like just starting out or maybe not just starting out but someone who's very young because the the character Erica Slaughter is a very young character. So, um, but yeah, I, I agree. If you can get those books, that issue number one, for a decent price, uh, I would get them. I'm sitting on a, on a few myself. So, yeah. I just have the, the Frizen, uh, the seventh, eighth, and ninth print of number one, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> You're not in the club. <laughs> what? The what? First print club. I got no. I got, I got the a first print. Yeah, the I, first print. Yeah. Yeah, I got the frizzin first print. Boom! Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> um, I, oh, I dude, also, dude, look at this. What Ash is? I said went to a friend for free, and he's I said that I got a ding in the corner. Like, bro, I gave you his first print of this book for free, and you upset for a ding. And I would ask Ashton. for it back then. Yeah, exactly. Like, give it back to me. Give it back to me then. <laughs> Fuck that friend. Yeah. <laughs> FTF. Yeah, that's the friend. FTF. Dude, and now he's upset about a Secret Wars eight that he got for free. Man, we're on you. We got your back, what Ashton. Kind of, what plus, kind of friend is that? Plus, you're, you're from Trinidad and Tobago. They, they, y'all, y'all cats are cool. You guys got the calypso, and you guys be dancing in and shaking. It's all good over there, man. Just, yeah. One of these days, one of, you all right with us? You're you're good with us, Ashton. Yeah. Um. Picked up Teen Titans Academy 3. Uh, Robin 3, I was able to read that last night. I'm really digging the Robin series from um, DC. Um, now, it's spelled MFKZ1, issue 1, but we all know that means motherfuckers. Um, if you haven't watched MFKZ, M- MFKZ on Netflix, I suggest you guys watch it. It's a really great anime. Um, well, it's drawn by, it's got an anime style to it, but I don't know if it would be completely considered anime, but it's a great, what was that? Okay. Yeah. 
uh, watch it over the weekend if you got that chance. Um, that's pretty much the biggest reason why I picked up issue one because I liked that cartoon. Um, and I caved, guys. I, I got uh, Stray Dogs one. I got a copy of the second and third print. Um, I was I was holding out because I was like, man, I don't want to read a book about dogs. Dude, but one of my guys, one of my guys at the comic shop, he told me that the third print came out. He's like, I got you if you want to read it, and if you want it, just buy it. And then you know they're gonna make multiple printings probably of second and of issue two and three. So I I haven't read it yet, but uh, I plan to, and I gotta find out what the hype is on this book, guys. Literally, when I see this, it's literally this. It is Lady and the Tramp meets Silence of the Lambs. Okay. okay. All right. I mean, the best, one of the best <laughs> ways to describe that book. I thought it was well written. Now, here's the thing it adds more effect if you really like dogs, if you're a dog owner, or you know, if you have an affinity for dogs or animals. If you don't, it might not hit you as hard. Just to be sense. perfectly honest. Per okay. Be perfectly honest. All right, um, that makes sense. I am not. Uh, I'm not a dog hater by any means, but I've never owned a dog, so we'll see how oh. how my opinions on it. Oh. Uh oh. What? Someone's I calling you out. Oh. You had a dog. It's great. That doesn't count. I had a dog for like two days. I had a dog for two Sorry, days man. and. He didn't um, take care of the animal, you know. He didn't like it doesn't count. Like, it doesn't count. I get you guys a dog, you don't take care of it. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is with our dog too. Like Mimi bought the kids mittens. We've had that dog since uh since Christmas 2019. And it's supposed to be Dante and Mia's dog. They're supposed to be taking care. No, it's Mimi and I and Erica who are taking care of the dog. Like that's that's like now our child. Now we're like we've taken over that dog right there. So <laughs> that that whole that whole I'm gonna buy you a dog when you're a kid. No, that you know, better right? be prepared. You better be prepared as a parent to take care of another mouth. Yeah. That's really what um, happened. Iman Ashton wants to know what what is it about? Is it Dogs being killed by people or dog on dog violence? Not dog on dog violence, more along the lines of a mystery. Uh, this this um, this book really taps into the whole aspect of how dogs have short-term memories and how easily they can be swayed away from things. Um, there is a collective of dogs involved, and there is murder mystery involved. Uh, we'll leave it at that because giving away too much will really ruin the book. All right. Well, that recalls, IMO. That recalls another episode of Rick and Morty where the dogs take over the world. Oh, yeah. No. I remember that. No. no remember that one? That was a good one. <laughs> that, that was a good where, episode. Where are my balls, Summer? <laughs> <laughs> Snowballs is named. <laughs> Where are my balls? Where are my balls, Summer? <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of the best lines their dog said. <laughs> oh man, oh man. And uh yeah, th those are my pickups for the week. Um I gotta read that stray dog. I'll read it over the weekend and I'll I'll give my uh my thoughts on it on Monday. How about that? Love it. All right, and that's gonna be uh talk to us about this this new Monday show that we're thinking about doing here, AJ. 
Okay, so uh, like I said prior, we've we've seen the analytics. We've seen what the people want. They want Monday. They want that Monday Night Raw, right, Red? Monday Night Raw. Because <laughs> we're too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's going to be so bad. <laughs> and uh, Red and Emad, do you guys have a little reading for us, uh, a new episode coming? No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, we, okay. However, right. I, I have uh, uh, my boy uh, Mike Waicheta, uh, uh, who's going to be uh, – who's who has a book released right now, but we haven't really reviewed it yet. So. The free book, right? Uh, the... Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I plan on reading that myself over the weekend, so – um, I'll pick that up. Oh, I already downloaded it, so I'll read that. Um, you know, why don't you go shout it out to uh, our listeners? I mean, it, it's a free download on Amazon, so they don't yeah, have to pay for me, anything. Let me grab it here real quick. Give me a minute while you guys talk and bullshit so this, amongst yourselves. Is, is this going to be a thing? Are, are we really going to try to move forward with the creative corner or creators corner, Red, so that way you and I can do these uh, – these cheesy book readings with our voices. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for, for Bane and um <laughs> for another Bane uh, reading. Uh, you think pre-sales are your <laughs> you nearly adopted the sale? Yo, Red, you are you're muted, bro. I can't hear anything you're saying. You right, the book is called uh, "The Good Ones" by Mike Whitecha. Okay. Um, it's a graphic novel. It is free on Amazon. Uh, I'll put the link up on my IG and wherever else you could find me. Then that way you can download it for free. Awesome. Awesome, man. So, again, it's called The Good Ones. Uh, free on Amazon. Well, not free. The, the book is called The Good Ones. And it the, is free. The, the, the Kindle Amazon. version is free. The Kindle version. Kindle version. Okay, perfect, guys. All right, guys. Um, well, with that being said, um, we want to thank again uh, everyone for listening. One last reminder, please, tomorrow, 12 noon Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can't put that up on the screen, the, the picture of the book? Would it be possible? You're asking so much, but yes, I can get that up. If you don't mind. Let's Thanks, do dear. Olive juice. Olive juice. Olive juice. <laughs> Let me see if I can bring it up, Red. Hold on. And while while Eman's looking for that, again, uh, tomorrow we've got that pre-sale for Aftershocks Beyond the Breach. Uh, C-list villains first. Variant cover with uh, RKFA Comics. So go to RKFAComics.com tomorrow. Get that pre-sale in for us, guys. Yep. Right there. One of the right tap artists there. of the year, I think. I think he's going to get a lot of work after this one. Yeah, yeah. Right It's there. an amazing cover. Uh, not to toot our own horn, but from what I've seen out there, I think ours is the best out there. It's the best. And we need to sell it out so we can do number two with Rudy. Definitely help us out with this, you guys. This is going to be our first exclusive. We have two versions of this. We have the Virgin, which you see right there in all its glory. And then, of course, we're going to have the trade that we're going to be selling. We have the sets for $39.99. We have the Virgin for $29.99 and the trade for $19.99. You can only purchase it on RKFAComics.com. RKFAComics.com. 
Red, you were going to say something? What's the synopsis of uh, uh, Beyond the Breach? Oh, Jesus. Now we got to look for that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is what happens on a Ricky Dick show. <laughs> Not prepared, but, you know, I'm the king of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me go ahead and pull up the synopsis, and I'll read it out loud. Not in a Bane voice, but just in a regular voice. Oh, All right, guys. You're not going to do it in the Bane <laughs> voice. I see. <laughs> Life sucks for Vanessa. Her mother just died, and her boyfriend is cheating on her with her own goddamn sister. God damn it. God damn <laughs> to clear her mind, Vanessa is taking the California road trip that she's always been dreaming, out, dreaming about for years. And this is what reads for Aftershock's official description of Beyond the Breach. Her postcard perfect drive through old growth forest quickly turns when the breach hits. It's a bizarre anomaly in the sky, which plunges California into a nightmare world populated with strange extra dimensional creatures. Now, Vanessa, along with Dougie, an orphan child, and Kai, a strange fuzzball of a beast, must fight to survive if they ever hope to make it back home. If there's even a home to return to. This is written by Ed Brisson, un, uh, the writer of Uncanny X-Men, Ghost Rider, and Old Man Logan, and illustrated by Damien, and I'm going to butcher the last name here, Cochero. 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 Um, he's illustrated Old Man Logan, Iron Fist, and X-Force. Uh, and just to summarize, Beyond the Breach is a fantastical sci-fi road trip adventure about perseverance and finding family in unexpected places. Ooh. And Ashton's asking a very important question. He's asking, or do you guys have your own store? Ashton actually tech Technically, we don't have a store, but our boy Luke has his own store. You can go visit it at rkfacomics.com. He's got some awesome books up there right now for sale. And then tomorrow at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our book, our exclusive cover for Beyond the Breach drops. So go check that out tomorrow. At hey, at while you're in there, go pick up a copy of uh, Bunny Mask. Yeah, pick up a copy of Bunny Mask, pick up a pick up a set of Bunny Mask, and pick up a set of uh, Beyond the Breach, and you got free shipping. Boom! Right here, this oh. is Luke's exclusive of Bunny Mask number one, drawn by Chin Potter. This is a fantastic cover. Also, you should check this one out right here. No, no, right there. We'll just do it at an angle right there, bro. What? What is Bunny Mask Ashton? Pick it up. You won't regret it. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's a hot book right now, Ashton. That's what you want. Hot like fire. Yeah. Hot like a fire. <coughs> all right, guys. Well, with that being said, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our Instagrams. I'm AJ, the comic collector. Uh, E-Man's got C-List E-Man. You can find Red at C-List Villainous Red. And you can find Luke at RKFA Comics. Uh, he's also got a Facebook group. And you can find his Instagram, Luke Weeks. Again, uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys next Monday. Or this Monday, actually. Monday. Yeah, this Monday. Yeah. Laters.
What's up? I'm Rudyao, Korean cover artist for Beyond the Bridge, and you are listening to the Series Finale Podcast. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at seedlessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Seedless Villains and Seedless Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Weeks, at C-List Villainous Red, at C-List E-Man, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next episode.